We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings. Week 2, best bets, gold, silver, bronze. Easy stuff, right? You know what's even easier? Smashing the like to this episode and subbing to Mayo Media Network on YouTube. And there's one final chance to get in the draw for $500 cold, hard cash. The winners announced on Friday's show with Tyler Tambellini talking about DraftKings. All you need to do is subscribe, download, rate, and review the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and boom, you are in that draw for $500. Takes less than 30 seconds to do, so it's a good ROI if you're a winner on it, right? 30 seconds for 500 bucks. That's a trade I would make. You should make that choice as well. All those details down in the description and comment section right now. Okay? Rob Pizzola, 3-0 last week. The gold, the silver, the bronze didn't matter. You are a winner, sir. Congratulations. Great I appreciate that. It's nice to get off to a hot start or a good start, I should say. Typically speaking, uh, first couple weeks of the season have not been good for me for the last three or four years, and I'm digging out of a hole. So it's nice to be on the opposite end of the spectrum for once, and uh, obviously nice for my Cowboys to pull out a, a victory in week one. That's always nice when your favorite team gets off to a good start as well. So all in all, 
great week one. I'm very happy going into this week. Uh, overall, I mean, Rob really carried us. Two and one on the gold picks as I got mine correct because the Arizona Cardinals barely came through, but yep. they came through. Uh, we are one and two on the silver picks because, Cam, you and I both got those ones incorrect. But two yeah. and one on the bronze. It was funny. At the end of, because uh, I usually go last in the bronze picks, and I think I ran through six bets, and I ended up on the only one that didn't win. Yeah, no. And honestly, I got something to say. Jeff Feinberg's Chargers, like, unhonest to God. Like, what the hell's going on here? Like, with that game, four-point lead, everything. Like, God, like, the NFL feels like it's one step over wrestling when I'm watching this stuff. Robbie, would you not agree? Like, they did some of these games. It's just, anyway, whatever. I should have gone with Rob's Cowboys. I liked it, but I did a stupid pick. Uh, and then I found out everybody in the Super Contest was on the Steelers. I'm like, uh-oh, I'm doomed. Yeah, it's a tough one. But you know what? Sometimes the consensus ones win. Uh, Green Bay was like a big consensus one last week. I was actually reading the comments on last week's video, Pat. And uh, I think there was why like some are, people. Why the... are you reading comments on videos? That's the craziest it, it, thing you could ever do. It doesn't, but <laughs> they don't bother me. They don't actually bother me. So that's why I just like but, to, to use it as a feedback mechanism. Usually, yeah. like if somebody says, oh, Rob is doing this too much or whatever. I like the feedback personally. I what take do they it, say about me, Rob? I'm just a shitty capper with a no, no, no. You're, 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 so, you're definitely very loved. Cam, Cam is a big fan favorite uh, when it comes you, to the you comment section. Favorite. Now they're going to say yeah. Rob is winning too much. This isn't interesting anymore. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, uh, Mr. Units here, and then they're, they're going to take you down, Rob. Come on. Well, what I found it. interesting was the amount of people in the comments last week that thought the Chicago Bears were going to be the Kansas City Chiefs this season. <laughs> like, as soon as I picked the, the oh, you guys are underrating the Bears, improved. The, yeah, they signed a bunch of linebackers in the offseason and vastly improved guess what justin fields is still missing everybody down the field cannot make a throw i don't know what people saw in the bears there but rob pizzola one pat mayo Me mayo media network commenters zero <laughs> is this going to be your feud this year people in the comment section you know what i've feuded with cam for a while but it's a little bit artificial like i just push his buttons because i yeah. know i can get him going you know yeah but he just this rips could like be a real that i like he just comes at me rips oysters like I really don't care. Rob knows stuff. Uh, yeah, basically our relationship is he's really good because like I know people like try to grind my gears and sometimes I'm just like fuck off. But Rob does a really good job. Like he's really good at poking the bear. But uh, we're, we're in real life, Pat. Like we're very we get along great. Me and his dad, like literally Rob's dad and I, like he got me like deep into horse racing too when we used to go up the Woodbridge at Wags. And you no, know, I'm a very I'm a big fan of the Pozzola family. Even Junior is a really good kid. kid. Nice guy. Uh, nice if, of you, Cam. If you haven't checked it out yet, I would highly recommend going to listen or watch the Spread Pick show from this week, where you get a a Tim Andercust who is very much in denial about this jet season, where he's really trying to put on a brave face. He even declared them the hypothetical Super Bowl champions, uh, yes. and that he had claimed that he capped the season perfectly because it was very clear that the Jets were going to win the Super Bowl after he the first four plays that he saw with Rodgers, and now that's all been taken away from him. Pat, yeah, I'm going to I mean, tell you something, and this is no bullshit. I actually predicted Rodgers getting hurt in that game. I didn't say it was going to be four plays. Like, run the tape. I, I go, I have a weird feeling this guy's going to get hurt. I thought it was going to be like maybe third, fourth quarter, just get absolutely torqued by somebody on the bills. But I told you, this guy's on mushroom trips. He's going to caves. He's around the world. I know it's bad turf in, in, in New York. It's horrible turf, actually. You can't have investments in those type of players and play on a surface that shitty. But I'm going to say this. This guy also has a lot of things going on in his life. Right. Like, and he looked old, skinny, brittle. It's just, 
I, it was bound to happen. I just, you know, so I, it happened early, but I don't know how you guys feel about it. I had a feeling he wasn't going to get through very far this year. Well, I want to know how you think the Jets are going to win the Super Bowl after the first four plays with Rodgers, where they ran the ball once and he he dropped back the pass three times. He got pressured on all three pass dropbacks. You're right, so, Rob. I honestly, if Rodgers stayed in the game, I think the Bills would have won. I know yeah. that's a crazy take, but no, they because because at least Wilson, for all his mistakes, he can move. He's mobile, right? And he is a backup quarterback who you would tend to love because you love all backup quarterbacks. So I I totally get it. <laughs> Let's get to it, the. It, it, it got, we got to it. It took five minutes before there was one injury to a starter so far where a backup's coming in, and Cam already is praising the backup. Oh, I'm Wilson not praising can move. Him. I'm saying he could move. I didn't yeah. say he was good. Okay, he well, can move. I, let's throw this out here. Zach Wilson yeah. is now officially by far the worst core starting quarterback in the NFL. No, not even close. Yes, he is. There's it's, way it, worse out no, there. No, there isn't. Yes, there is. No, there's not. Yes, there good is. question. This is a good question. Zach Wilson or Dobbs? Dobbs. That's that's not close. Zach Wilson Wilson or Sam Howell? Sam Howell. Really? Yes. Okay. Like that's 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 not Indianapolis's quarterback who got hurt. He's a rookie. You mean about him? You mean the guy who was just picked fourth in the draft? Who's awesome? Yeah, I'll take phony Tony. Zach Wilson (laughs) is horrible. Zach Wilson is horrible. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying, give the guy a chance. We did. We 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 we've given him a (laughs) chance. How many chances does he need to have? He's young. He's gonna grow. Okay. Into what? So he's going to be, uh, you know what? You're going to love Zach Wilson when he's the Rough Riders quarterback. Or the, Orla- or the, the, or the, or the Orlando, Blacks. The, the Orlando Renegades or something like that in the uh, USFL. Anyway, there's worse quarterbacks than him out there. Let's, no. let's figure this out. You mean in the yes, world? The rookies, sure. In the NFL? Now. No. All the no. rookies are not better. Yes, they are. Bryce Young better than him. Yes, he is. Bryce Young is better than Zach Wilson. Just let me see this. I got one for you. Desmond Ritter is worse than Zach Wilson. No, he's not. End of discussion. No, yes, he's he not. Is. He sucks. No. He's yeah, listen, I'm not going to tell you that Desmond Ritter is good, but Zach Wilson sucks. We have anyway, seen this. We'll, have this. we'll have this discussion on another day. My blood pressure is so high. I just got <laughs> up and, I, and we're already attacking me with backup quarterbacks. I'm just saying these young kids still got to prove themselves. Oh, well, what does Zach Wilson have to that? prove? He's already proven that he's terrible. At least these other guys, there's mystery. He has a horrible offensive line. Oh, yeah. People are calling. So, so, you get, so he gets every excuse in the book, despite the fact that we've seen him for three years, and he's fucking dog shit. It's like these fucking trolls who say Daniel Jones sucks. God couldn't have got away from that Dallas pass rush. It ain't his fault. You got to protect the guy. Yeah. Just saying. But it's a different level. Like people, people at one point ripped Daniel Jones, for sure, and he had a bad O-line as well. Got Brian Dable. <sighs> But Zach Wilson has a very long track record. He's Even not he's good. Young. I get it. But there's worse. So anyway, the discussion. He is not the worst quarterback in the league. He's at the, in the bottom tier, in my opinion. I, I'm right in the middle of you guys. Like, it's possible that Desmond Ritter is worse than Zach Wilson. It's possible Thank that you. Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. I just don't know what those quarterbacks are yet. But I know with a pretty high degree of certainty what Zach Wilson is. Fair. And it's just like the second coming of Mark Sanchez, basically. No, Sorry, Mark, Mark, Mark Sanchez was up. like a league median quarterback who took teams to AFC championship games. Zach mm-hmm. Wilson is legitimately terrible. And if it wasn't, such a, defense. If it wasn't such a big cap number, Zach Wilson can't be a game manager because he can't fucking throw three yards. All he can do is throw interceptions. They, a better quarterback was Brock Purdy with a torn UCL in the NFC Championship <laughs> game last year. Because at least he didn't even try to throw. He's like, here, here, have a handoff. What do you think about Justin Fields? 
Yeah, Justin Fields not good. Rather have no him as good. my starting quarterback over Zach Wilson. That's uh, debatable. Anyway, really? Let's what, what sort of team yeah, are is. you putting together? This guy sucks just because he can run. He is the worst. He can run. Well, I mean, we ever. just said Zach Wilson was great because he can move. Justin Fields, he can really move. He can really move. He's a faster horse, but he makes just as bad. Oh, anyway, the, 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 we could do this. We could talk about this all fucking day. Let's just get to the picks. And I love you, Pat, but I'm sorry. I, I, I You guys are really being hard on this guy. I know he's it, not good, but there's how, bad. How did there. I get lumped into this? I'm, I'm, I'm like I in said, between. Pat, I didn't say you, Rob. I complimented you guys. You, for going you said and you guys. And I quote. complimented your family for God's okay, sake. Okay, that's fine. But that doesn't let you off the hook forever. Okay. Yeah. Well, off, I also think. Look. Off the yeah. hook. Okay. Off the hook. Yeah. That's, yeah. I don't know what it was a bad terminology. I, think oh, I don't know. Totally I, acceptable I in this situation. We starting with gold or can we work bottom up? This we time? don't work bottom up. Gold picks. Detroit against Cam Seahawks, minus five and a half. They might win by 40. Okay. That, that's your gold pick? Yes. The Seahawks are okay. terrible, and now they don't have two offs. They don't have either their right tackle or their left tackle. They're signing 40-year-olds to be on their offensive line now. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is like the game where um, most people will be like, oh, this is the classic week two overreaction game, right? Detroit beats the Super Bowl champs. The Seahawks look bad. Look ahead line was minus three. Now it's minus five and a half. Got to take the points with Seattle. I'm actually with Pat on this one. I'm not betting Detroit, but I think Detroit's the right side. And I think that there is a legitimate chance the Seahawks are bad because they can't generate any pressure on the quarterback. They blitzed a bunch last week and still couldn't get home on Matt Stafford. There was holes all over their secondary last week. Stafford played a great game. And on top of that, you do add in the offensive line injuries now. You add in the fact that Geno in the latter half of last year was going way downhill, and it looks like he started way downhill so far this year. And uh, I, I'm I'm with Pat. I mean, I was going to make Seattle my gold pick, but you know what? I don't no, know what no, you guys no. did so before the show. No, I'm not. I'm, I know what? I got a, I got other. I have a list here, and I just don't want any more confrontation today. My blood, I'm like my blood pressure is going through the roof. It feels like it's in my neck. Anyway, I, I will not I, confront you for a Seattle gold pick. I honestly think there's a legitimate case for them. Like if you don't think if you think last week was just an anomaly, which a lot of people do, they might think that Seattle's still a very good team. They just played a bad game. Detroit got, by the way, very lucky. Like how many balls is Kansas City going to drop in that exactly. game? Exactly. Detroit right? should so have lost, but let's not pretend yes. Seattle is fucking Kansas City. Hey, you guys yes. need to settle down. They had one bad game. OK, they were cocky. McVeigh had a game plan, and those jackasses from the USFL tore them up. That's the problem with Seattle. They're reading their own high, reading their own mail. Oh, we're good, we're good, we're good. They didn't show up. They quit. They had 12 yards of offense in the second half. Pete Carroll was fucking chewing gum. Like, I, you know, I'm just gonna tell you, that game made me sick. It was one of the worst performances by a team ever. And if they do it again, then we'll validate your point next week. They are not that bad. They can't block. If they can't block, and Geno can't stay upright, he's in the Zach Wilson zone again. He looked like Gino looked like he got into the Colt 45s after he got the bag. He was actually, he looked horrible. Like it was awful. Like Drew it was Lock actually rookie sad cards. to watch. What? Drew Lock rookie cards very live right now. I told you. I told you. Oh, oh, backup quarterbacks again. You know what? If Gino plays like shit, I'd love to see Drew Lock give it a chance. And he'll be fine. And then they can trade oh. Gino to the Jets. <laughs> it all comes full circle. They might as well trade for Sam Darnold too while they're at it and we'll see which of them works out the best. Well, there were some rumors about up. that I don't already. Know why I woke up today. I, I, yeah, didn't I don't know. know. I, I don't know why. This is this is torture. I just anyway, if, uh, if they can't keep Gino upright, it's twofold. Like 
You're so, right, so much of their success last year was around drafting these O-linemen, and all of a sudden their O-line was healthy all year. These guys were good all year long. They were able to keep them upright, and they were able to run block. Now they lose the two most important parts of their offensive line. They can no longer block whatsoever. And although, listen, Hutchinson isn't Aaron Donald, but he's pretty fucking good at the same time. He is going to be in their face all day long. And if they cannot alleviate the pressure by effectively running the ball, which I don't think they're going to be able to do with a depleted offensive line, I have no faith that the Seahawks defense is going to stop the Lions offense which did not look good on Thursday night and don't forget they're coming off 10 days rest too that's a significant mm-hmm. advantage uh, buzzsaw Detroit Lions home opener like probably one of the biggest home field advantages of any team over the course of the year I don't I listen this is the NFL we we're, we make cases for sides that are probably like maybe if we like one side has like a 55 to 60 percent chance of winning I buy, I get the argument for Seattle I get like the line value the way it's shifted you're, you're evaluating them off of one game where they looked really bad, but I'm just not high on Seattle. Like, I think that they have a lot more weaknesses and holes than people realize. And if the quarterback play is going to be like what it was last week, I think Detroit's going to win by margin. So I would rather bet Detroit than Seattle in this game. Uh, let's just go to another shitty team that I have on my list. All fucking shit, 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 horrible pick, shit, shit, shit. You know what, Pat? Give me the fucking Houston Texans is my gold pick this week against Indianapolis. They're at home. Richardson's banged up. They're getting, what are we getting, two points? Sorry, I'm always trying to buy a point. Is it one on uh, this week or is it two? I don't know what the hell it is. Let me take a look. D-D-D-D-D. One. Uh, one. Oh, whatever. I don't give a shit. They're going to win the game by four. Give me <laughs> I can see it. And we got to see with, uh, I mean, I like the Colts in this game just because I think Richardson's better than Stroud. But I want to see D'Amico Ryan's deploy this defense against not Lamar Jackson. Although I thought they did a pretty good job. Lamar didn't look they good did. in that game, but Pat, they just they hung in there for a while. Like they, I'm going to tell you something, Indianapolis, <sighs> they had a trick play. That score was not indicative of anything. They, they're not a good football team. Okay. And I'm not saying Houston's a good football team, but you're going to take that show on the road to Houston. I'll take Houston. I'd still bet this line up to two and a half, three. It's plus one. Give me the Houston Texans. They get it done at home. Win this game. That's my opinion. I have a lean to Houston in this game as well. I, you, I think I think the best unit of of on the field in this game is Houston's defense by a mile. And typically when you have two bad teams playing one another, I like to go with a unit that I think is going to be strong. They pressured Lamar on 42% of his dropbacks last week. And that's a veteran quarterback, quarterback better offensive line. Now, granted, they had some injuries on the O-line last week, which made it easier to get pressure. But ultimately, I trust Houston's defense more to pressure Richardson than I do the Colts defense to pressure Stroud at this point. Now, I'm not betting the game because it's like I, I two rookies. I don't know what it's going to be. But in the span of a week, we've gone from Houston being favored to Houston now being the underdog. Not a huge shift, like not valuable, meaningful numbers. But I think Houston should be a small favorite in this game personally. So uh, I lean with Cam on this one. I think it just boils down to that, at least offensively, Richardson just looked way better than Stroud. Like, Stroud did all of his damage in absolute garbage time. That's the one thing we'll that I worry. Richardson, we'll see what Richardson does on the road. That's, that's true. That's a true test. He, he's going to run. He's going to try to bowl people over. That's going to be his move. And, that and, then, he's gonna, to, and then he's going to get hurt because he just got murdered in that game versus Jacksonville. That Houston defense might put that guy in a pretzel. Maybe. That might not be a good thing, though. Minshew, although he could not score from the goal he, line. He is last a backup week, quarterback. <laughs> 
He is a Andrews backup. Andrews is a pretty good backup quarterback. I, I would actually agree with that. Imagine, so maybe you don't I mean, want ima- to. Imagine, imagine. I don't like every backup. Imagine if, like every backup. Imagine if Minshew was the Jets quarterback. They'd be way better than having Zach Wilson. Yes. No, I, I agree with that too. Yes. They, we agree sometimes. I don't know why you guys come at me with the backup quarterback. Some are great. Some are very good and some are shit. Mm-hmm. Except shit. most of the ones we ever talked about on this show are very good. That's why. That's the reason. So Detroit minus five and a half for me. Houston plus one for Cam. Rob, you're three and zero to start the year. One and zero in gold picks. Let's make it two and zero. Perfect all year. Yeah, I'm gonna go with like the super square uh, play of the week here. But I'm taking the Chiefs minus three at the Jags. <sighs> was gonna be. Um, I continue to want to fade the Jags crap defense. Like, their defense is horrendous. They blitzed at a very high rate last week against the Colts. They generated pressure at about half of that rate. They don't have a very good secondary. They lost Arden Key in the offseason, which was a very big loss. He went over to to Tennessee, but he generated a ton of pressure for them a season ago. And you now have the Chiefs with extra time to prepare. Andy Reid, known for being very good, with extra time to prepare. You have a team that honestly dropped a million balls last week. What is the likelihood of that happening again this week? Very low, in my opinion. So I think it's a good buy-low spot for Kansas City. And honestly, Anthony Richardson did move the ball on Jacksonville uh, on Jacksonville last week. They did have the three turnovers. They got stopped inside of Jags territory three times on fourth down, turnover on downs. So it's not like the Jags defense was very good a week ago. Do I have concerns about Kansas City's defense? Of course but I'm essentially taking Mahomes to win a game here. And this is not like a Kansas City game where they're favored nine and a half, which they've struggled in in the past, covering these big margins. This is a game where they have to win by just more than a field goal. I really like the matchup for them. So I'm going to take the Chiefs minus three as the gold. I like that as well coming into this. It's funny, if it's not just the drops that killed Kansas City a week ago. They win that game and they cover that game. If Tony just simply drops the ball and doesn't tip it up to the defender <laughs> right. for a pick six, just put it on the right. ground and you're good. Yeah. Yeah. If it doesn't go directly <laughs> through his hands, like, like perfectly through his hands and it just like hits something and falls down completely different game. But yeah, I mean like this and is, we all agree that Tony, Tony, Tony reeks. Oh yeah. Hunky Tony. No, thank you. Yeah. No, he's the real, he's the real phony Tony. Yeah. <laughs> no, that guy's awful. Like, for all the skills that he has, he's got, like, hands of rock. Mm-hmm. It's awful. Yeah. Hamstrings of rock he, as well. I yeah, mean, all, good call. All, all of these guys all season long, like, the, the Chiefs need to go get, like, Cole Beasley or something like that. It's a good call, actually. Just a guy who's going to make every seven-yard catch and not go anywhere afterwards, just fall to yeah. the ground. Yeah. New school Ricky Prohl. That's exactly what they need. That's kind of Cole Beasley. Yep, I get it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands. So you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't know if you saw this, Rob. However, uh, on the Sunday Night Live show that we do at 7.15 Eastern every single Sunday on Mayo Media Network, Cust admitted to eating half a box of frozen mozzarella sticks. Frozen mozzarella sticks. This this man is disturbing. Like, it doesn't even take that long to cook the mozzarella sticks. It's one thing if you have to put them in the oven for like an hour and a half, like bake a lasagna or something like that. You literally could throw those in the microwave for minutes well, and they would come out I mean, and he, be edible. He so also you're telling me you're telling me he took mozzarella sticks, not thawed, frozen, frozen, and ate them without heating them up. Correct. Because there was a power. And, and, I, and, and I'm getting hungry. ripped for eating oysters. That's fucking insane. Who is ripping you for eating oysters? All Rob says that you have to eat them quickly and don't let them like fester for a while. Exactly. I've said two they things. A, they got a window above, like, in the, they, they have a stamp on them. But I've anyway, said two they, things. He, he, he should be, I love Cust. He should be incarcerated. That's the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Like, that's insane. I also need to just, the oyster stuff, like Pat said, eat them quickly. And I also said that they're not a great football food. Like, I also you don't, told you that they have benefits. If you have a lady partner and you're. Yeah, they're an aphrodisiac. Frisky, I get it. I, I understand. It's a parlay. Powdered milk, dark chocolate, and oysters. Figure it out. It wins every time. Gold, silver, bronze. Oh, there you go. Oh, my God. Silver picks. I'm going with the San Francisco 49ers. Minus seven and a half at, on the road, sorry, at the Los Angeles Rams. It's funny because we talked about the, the Seattle thing. Like I just don't think Seattle is good. I've been pretty firm on my Seattle's not good coming into the year. And I thought the Rams were going to be good. 
And so week one made a lot of sense to me. Really should have made it one of the one of the picks here. But San Francisco looked good on the road last week. They're going to look even better on turf this week, being fully healthy. And the Rams just are not as good as they looked a week ago. They're going to have infinite problems trying to score points on the 49ers at full health with all of their guys and a better team they suck against the 49ers. Can't envision this going very well. And I think that people will be like, oh, it's a lot of points in division home. No, the Niners are good. The Niners are healthy. Uh, the Niners are going to stop a mud hole in the Rams at SoFi camp. You know what? I'm with you. Uh, it's like I watched that Rams game. Seattle just played like the worst game ever. Uh, if San Francisco brings their game the way they brought it to Pittsburgh, the Rams are going to get throttled. It's going to get real ugly. But it's a lot of points, home dog. But then again, we talk about, Rob, we talked about this too, this L.A. home field advantage shit. It's not, re- it's not even it's real. Nothing. It's yep. nothing. Other teams travel. You know what, Pat? If San Francisco shows up and literally if they're not drunk or on drugs, they should win this game by two touchdowns minimum. That's, Every regular season game under Brock Purdy, they've scored at least 30 points. Yeah. So you're now, listen, that's not a guarantee that they're going to score 30 every game, but obviously they have a very high-flying offense. You're going to need the Rams to score like 24-ish or so to cover, yeah. and they're small offensively. Like the Rams don't have a good offensive line. Their skill position players are small. 49ers defense is big, like physical defense. I, I don't like this because it I, it just feels like a little bit of an inflated price, but but it's not it's going I, I it's going back the other way. It was eight and a half, now it's seven and yeah. a half. Yeah, it, it also opened like seven and it got bet up off of seven, which and is nine. a key number. So and, and there's it depends on like the te- the teaser zone as well. There's a lot of stuff that comes into play here, but I couldn't bet the Rams. Like I'm not saying that I I could. I just I also don't think um, you know laying seven and a half on the road in the NFL over a long period of time is uh, a winning proposition either. I, I'm just like indifferent on the game. Could the 49ers win 42 nothing? Yes. That would not surprise me. Like it's it's well within the possibility that it happens, but maybe yeah. Stafford is actually good again. Like he, he, he was amazing he, he, last even, week. Even he when was. Stafford is good, let's not pretend like the Niners haven't beat the Rams eight of the past nine times. Like if you, you talked about styles make matchups and you were correct yes. last week with the Browns when I took the Bengals. Cam was right about that too. Browns, and there are certain yeah. teams, I mean, the Bills and the Jets, I think are a pretty good example of this right now too. Josh Allen sucks against that defense. And he has the Oh, you want to talk about a guy that's regressing? Let's I, call Josh, Josh Allen's getting worse by the by the day. I, I, let's see when he when he posts like forty five on the Raiders this week. Everyone's gonna be like, oh, Josh. Oh, I Allen love the Bills fine. this week. I know he's, but he's not fine, Pat. It's sure, if he beats the Raiders by forty five, it doesn't matter. He's not fine. He can't make good decisions. He's running too much, and you know what? He gets rattled. He'll have a couple drives where he just loses his mind. I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback, but he throw he makes way too many mistakes, and he's holding Buffalo back. He yeah, forces it a lot. He, does. he forces it. That's yeah. it. That's like his big thing. But the, the thing with that, like, I agree in terms of styles. make Like, there's actually statistical evidence to prove that. Teams that play well against certain teams tend to continue to play well against those teams. Happens in the every o- sport. Of course. You know, it, it, even if you grew up playing, like, I never played pro sports, but I played, what? like, rep hockey, rep soccer, or and stuff like that. And I played Rob, high school. A professional athlete? Come on. But you've, you, if you've played sports, there's certain teams that you play against and you're like, this team gives us problems. Or yeah. this team, like, we're going to smoke them because we always smoke them type of situation. It, it, there is something stylistically that happens in sports. The only problem is, like, when San Fran and, L- and L.A. were playing for, like, the last three, four, five years where Shanahan owns McVay, the spreads were like, pick them. Minus one, minus two, minus three. They weren't minus seven and a half. So, like, 
the market has adjusted a lot at this point. And while I still think San Fran is likely to win this game by margin, I do think Stafford is the backdoor king for one. Very good in situations where he has to come from behind. And I, I just don't want to like lay that amount of points. I, I just think you're dealing with one of the five best teams in the NFL, one of the three best offenses, and maybe yes. the best defense against a team that was able to generate pressure against a sieve offensive line and a defense that sucks last week. The Rams are going to be fine. They're like a slightly below 500 team. Maybe it breaks in their favor when Cooper Cup comes back. I just don't see how they score points here. I can see that being an issue. Yeah. I can. The 49ers defense is very good. Oh, they're they're animals. Yeah. Very Them good. in Dallas, it's like a bunch of guys who got released from prison and they're just ready to kill people. Like it's uh, it's unreal. So that's my silver selection. Rob, let's hear yours. Yeah. Okay, could go a number of ways here. Um let's see what I want to figure out for silver. I'll go with uh Monday night football. I'll take the Carolina Panthers plus three. Uh, against the New Orleans Saints. Kind of ugly, obviously, with the Carolina offense, but this number doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. You're basically suggesting that New Orleans is five points better than Carolina on a neutral field. I don't like the New Orleans Saints offense. Their offensive line is a disaster. Their left tackle, Trevor Penning, is going to have a nightmare matchup against Brian Burns. They don't have good, uh, good interior offensive linemen. Last week against Tennessee, the Titans got hosed out of a defensive touchdown because they blew the play dead. Ryan Tannehill missed two touchdown passes where he had receivers wide open for the touchdown. Tennessee could not score in the red zone, any of their trips into the red zone. And that was still a very close game, one that the Saints barely pulled out at home. Now they go out on the road, very different story. Derek Carr, outdoor road games in his career, one of the worst quarterbacks in terms of his splits when he's inside or playing at home versus outdoor road games. We've seen it time and time again over the years, especially when he's in the role of the favorite. Ultimate gagger. I don't think that this is a very good line. I'll take the field goal. Even with the J.C. Horn injury, I think Carolina's defense is going to get enough pressure that they're really going to rattle Carr. You you know what it is too, Rob? I don't think people are understanding. Carr holds on to the ball way too long. If you look at the the numbers, it's it's a real issue. I think the Saints guys will be more of a play on team when Kamara comes back because he could be a safety valve right now. It's just not working out. And Chris Olave can't do everything. Uh, Thomas has been in the league a long time with major injuries. So, you know what, Rob? Maybe, yeah, it's a divisional game. I think the Saints are going to win. I don't know if they're going to win by more than three. It's going to be a very tight game. Well, this is kind of was like my feeling with Denver and uh, Las yes, Vegas last week. And you, mm-hmm. you, you know, you don't, we're not getting the hook here, yeah. but you need a team that, in my opinion, does not have like a great offense to win by margin. And I just don't agree with the number. Like there's just so many times where this lands a flat three, but there's so many times where the Panthers win the game as well. Panthers Falcons, very misleading last week, by the way, Panthers outgained them yards per play success rate, everything, but the turnovers were extremely costly. You're not going to bank on losing the turnover margin by three, every game Carolina's first drive, they go down the field, they get stopped on fourth and one at the, at the Atlanta 12 yard line as well. So, I think that that game was a lot closer than people realize. They look at the final score. You see 24-10. Panthers got blown out. It didn't play like a blowout game against Atlanta. I think a lot of these teams in the NFC South are honestly very, very tightly packed. I like the underdogs in a lot of games when they play. 
I, I do worry. Like I, I did go back and I watched every snap of that Carolina and Atlanta game, and they were able to somewhat move the ball, but there was no big play potential with Carolina. And every opportunity, Brett Bryce Young had a chance to make a really terrible decision. He did, and I yeah. do think that the Saints' defense is going to be the real problem for Carolina here. That yeah, it's going to be tough for the Saints' offense to win by margin. I agree, but they could cover the spread nine three. Well, that's possible. We saw some games last year with the Saints where they covered in like low scoring games. That was with Andy Dalton, obviously. But the thing with the Saints is that they can be gashed in the running game as well. Like their best run defenders are on the edge and up the middle, you'll get some big gains. Now, Derrick Henry is much different than what Carolina's rolling out there, obviously. But again, it's I don't know. It, it's just the same vibe to me as a few games last week, which I ended up betting. One of them was Tennessee against New Orleans. One of them was um, uh, Las Vegas against Denver, where I had no faith in the opposing defense, but it's or the opposing offense. But it's like, guess what? This other team has to win by four or more to cover the spread, and I just don't think that happens very often. So uh, I really like Carolina in this spot. Cam, the Panthers boasted a record of five and one in divisional games against the spread a year ago. Well, the Saints were 1-5 and five against the spread in division. Nice stats. I'm just watching TV right now. Justin Trudeau looks like he's on steroids. The guy is like a, like a monster. And that, he's that, 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 that means there's a campaign coming soon. He probably oh, shaved yeah, no, the beard. I, I he's got the six-pack like, back. He's looking, looking fresh. <laughs> this guy. He looks like a Hollywood. Like he's got a tan? Well, he's anyway, back on the market again that's now. Right. Oh, so good call, Pozzoli. Of course. He's out there. PlentyOfFish.com. Yeah. It, it changes. People, when you're comfortably married and you've got a serious girlfriend, you know, the belly starts to come into full place. He's been in, like, Monte Carlo for two weeks. But anyway, uh, Pat, do you want to go before me, or do we always have to go in the same order? I'm still thinking. Uh, I already went. I took San Francisco. Oh, yeah, you did. Um, so it's okay. your pick. So, there's so many things I want to do that are so dumb and stupid. Do it. Take Zach I'm Wilson. taking one of the worst quarterbacks in the league as my silver pick. I'm taking the Chicago Bears plus three against Tampa Bay. Am I nuts? No, I just, you want to talk about winning by margin. I watched in real time. The like Mike Evans had some bad drops in that game is one thing I'll say, but the Tampa Bay offense is not going to be very they're not like gonna, the there's not, not going to be a bounty of points in Bucks games. Their defense is pretty good. So if they get a defensive score, maybe they cover it. But it just, just, this just feels just like the Bears that. win or the Bucks win by three. In neither of those situations do they cover. So, yeah, I, I like the Bears here. Thank you, Pat. What about you, Rob? Uh, so this is like another one that's deemed, being deemed like the overreaction game, right? Like if they played last week, game would have been a pick em. Now it's Bucks minus three. Um, I watched the full Bucks and Vikings game. And what Pat says is right for maybe like two thirds of the game. And then what happened was the Bucks started running a hurry up offense and they started playing tempo and they were able to move the ball very consistently. Sure. I don't like the Bears but short, at all. But short was the big yes. thing with them. There were no big plays. As soon as they reined Baker in and yep. when they were using Sean Tucker running the ball and not Rashad White, their offense was actually way better, but it was just a lot. And Baker's stiff arm for a first down. I was like, where's, the, where's this guy been all my life? But as soon as they started limiting the, th like as soon as they took Kokeifed out of the offense, that was a yes. good move because he was yep. fucking doing nothing. I, I think he thought it was Mike Allstott that he was trying to get the ball to. I have no idea what Baker was up to there, but just quick passes, five yards at a time. It kept the chains moving, but you're not going to score a lot of points 
in an offense like that because those drives are going to take forever, but you do get to keep the ball. But their defense looked like the Bucks' defense again, though. This is my problem with this matchup in particular. You're not going to beat the Bucks by running the ball on them. Like Justin Fields is going to have to make throws because the Bucks have a pretty sound run defense when everyone is healthy. Remember, Vita Vea is healthy this year. They get players back. Like the defense was very, very injured last season. And we saw them hold a very good Vikings offense, in my opinion, at home a week ago. So Fields is going to have to make plays in the passing game. And I don't trust them to do that. My gut is Tampa's going to win this game like 20 to 13 or something along those lines where it's going to be to, ugly. 20 to 19. Sure. That sound good? I, I think, I think that you're going to see Justin Fields be the king of the backdoor cover in garbage time in a lot of these games. I, I like, will say this too, guys. That's possible. There's something that I, I DJ Moore knows the secondary in Tampa Bay really, really well. Uh, against Green Bay, they had a good uh, game plan against him. I think he can actually show up in this game, and I think he's surprisingly going to have a good game. Also, the Bears running attack, they actually, you know, Khalil Herbert, he's, he, I watch it. Like, they run hard. Like, it's just one of those things. It's just they need to come up with a game plan. It's just one of those things. And Green Bay scored on a couple really weird plays, too, guys. Remember, the Bears were driving. They got stopped on fourth down. Green Bay, like, I got to be honest, LaFleur and his crew really opened it up and scored on some stuff where you thought they were going to punt, and they did all sorts of wild stuff, and I don't think that score was indicative of, like, sure, Green Bay murdered them, but it was just like the Bears did some good things in that game. I just, I don't trust Tampa Bay. I'm going to take the three. I agree with you entirely on that. I had a big bet on Green Bay. I've watched the full game. It definitely wasn't a game that they won by 18 points. Like, exactly. the game was very close for a long time, but ultimately, Chicago just really couldn't get the ball moving through the air, and Green Bay figured out a way. Like, it's coaching adjustments as the game went on, but the Bears' defense is bad. I get it. Listen, like, this is another one. This is very similar to me for Seattle-Detroit, right? It's like, it's definitely, we've played one game for each of these teams. The market has reacted like they're, the Bucks are now all of a sudden are going to be like a 500 team, and the Bears are going to be picking first overall or at least in the top three or something like that. But the thing is, I kind of agree with both of those things. Like, I think the Bears are going to be really bad. And I think the Bucks might be way more competitive than we give them credit for because their defense is very good. So I'm in the boat of like, I think this is just the proper number. Like at three, I don't want anything to do with the game. I think this, there's so many instances where Tampa wins by exactly three. This is the whole problem, Rob. Like there's like four other games that I like and I feel the exact same way. Like, and I always seem to pick the wrong one, but I like the Bears all week and I'm like, remember, I was going to take Dallas and I got off it. You got to stick with your instincts, too, when we're doing this stuff because yep. three is hard to narrow down because I like probably six or seven. So I'm going to take the Bears, Pat. I really think they I think they're going to win this game outright. Yeah, I mean, I, I have that division bet on the Bucks, so I hope that the Bucks win because they need to bank, uh, especially they win the by one. Bucks by one. Bucks by one. Bucks, great Bucks by one. Everyone. everyone comes away a winner and then. Yep. Tampa Bay can start running away with this division. That would be very nice. Reminder to all of you out there to play in the DraftKings Listeners League. It's over half full already. That link is down in the description. Three max entry, $15 to play. No rake. No rake in a DraftKings tournament means it's the best tournament on DraftKings. Five grand to the winner. So go do that. All right. Bronze picks. Cam, do you have one off the top of your head or do you need a minute? Uh, I need more than a minute, but... Okay, can well, I throw? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw you things that I lean to, and then are I'm we gonna, gonna play a game again this year? Let's play a game. What's the game? The game is you throw out all the games that you like, and then we just collectively decide on your bronze. We did that last year; it worked out really well. One time we did. Okay, uh, my game picks are uh, Bills. Uh, I can't believe I'm saying this. Chargers. <laughs> oh God. 
Oh, no. No, they're, they're not going to make the card. Trust me. Jets? No. Yes. No. They, it's a lot of points. Yeah, it uh, is a lot when, of points. When, when, your, when your team total is projected to be zero, it's you know, it's tough to cover numbers. Steelers, I yeah. lean to. Steelers, I Patriots, like. Patriots, I like Patriots, lean to. Don't like the Patriots. Oh, boy. This, this Bills, Pitts, Bills, and Pittsburgh. <laughs> Bills and Pittsburgh. I can get behind those. For me, I don't know okay. what Rob thinks. I'm taking the Seattle Seahawks as my bronze pick. <laughs> Oh, there's a loser. I'm not getting off it. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care if Troy pulls these guys out. I got it. You realize that this, this spread is five and a half. There's a dot there. It's not 55, right? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Didn't you take Seattle as your gold pick? What happened? What was the goal? Oh, no, yeah, he Houston took Houston. Oh, Houston. Pick. Houston. Yeah, never mind. I thought, yes. My bad. Apolo- I apologize, Cam. Well, I was going to take I the apologize. Bills because I think they were going to murder the Raiders after <clears throat> everyone's down on them, but. I got to stick to my guns. Give me Seattle plus five okay. and a half. I think they show up this week. I think Detroit's going to get cocky thinking it's going to be an easy game. We'll learn a lot about Seattle. You guys could be right. If Detroit blows them out of the water, maybe the Seahawks are shit, but I'll give them one more week with an inflated line. Detroit beat them last year too. Should be a lot of fireworks in this game. You're right, Pat. The offensive line is very concerning, but <laughs> you know what? I like Seattle. I see. I really hope they show up too, because I don't want my bet to be voided if they just decide to walk away from the game or something like that. What they tried to do last week, DK Metcalf was just laying people out on the field in the fourth quarter. Honest to God, that's what happens when you have a coach like Pete Carroll. There's no discipline on that team. The guy's like a rough. He might as well be a cheerleader. He doesn't even care what these guys do. It's ridiculous. It, it, it was like back-to-back plays where I think Seahawks players just de- destroyed a defenseless Rams defender. Just like crush them dk is mm-hmm. massive too by the way imagine dk metcalf taking a shot at you when you're not looking i would disintegrate oh, i no, turn dude, into I, dust. I told you the guy could grate cheese on his abs they're like <laughs> it's like stone he could sharpen knives with his stomach anyway i'm taking the seahawks so and uh, i will regret it later well we'll see i mean we did this last week you came out on the good side of it against me but if the uh, bills cover and all my other ones cover i'm gonna be i'm gonna be raging next week you think i'm pissed now i don't know like you said i gave i gave out i did what you did last week i gave out six games and the one that i went with was the only you just went to all my picks no jets no bills no like you guys just basically we we, i said i said i love i said i love the bills pick and the steelers pick and then you picked one that you didn't even give out wow looks like that is factual I've gone to a rivalry with the commenters and Pat's gone to the rivalry with Cam this week. <laughs> Completely Pat's turned. Pat's my friend, but I just find out like everything I say, I feel like is just going to get like flushed down a toilet. So I got to go with my original instinct. It's the Seahawks. And if the bills, if the Seahawks don't cover and bills and jets cover or Steelers, I'm going to be raging, but that's life. Give me the Seattle Seahawks. They will lose this game by a field goal and cover. So Rob, for my bronze, it's tough because I bet the Giants plus four on Monday. Now it's five and a half. That feels like I mean, it's minus clo- minus four. Minus four, yeah. Yeah, sorry, yeah, minus four. Um, now it's minus five and a half for the Giants yep. on the road in Arizona. I still think I like it, but I, I guess it's, it's a not. Bron- a, it's yeah. not a big move. Five is like it's true. Five is somewhat dead. And that's not like there are games that end on five. I don't have the probabilities up in front of me, but it's not a very live number. Like, you know, three, six, seven, ten. So it, it's not a massive move. All right, then the Giants minus five and a half at the Cardinals. Cardinals came through for me last week. This is where we get to see. Like, a, a lot of my week one wagers 
were really just based on what I more or less plays against teams. Like, I don't think, I didn't think the Seahawks were good. I'll bet against the Seahawks. Didn't think that the uh, Commanders is the one that I'm looking for. Not the racist name. The Commanders is what I'm looking for. Uh, <laughs> is, yeah, I thought they were one of like the bottom four teams in football. So I'll just bet against them. Uh, and that worked out with Arizona. Unfortunately, Arizona also sucks. And I don't think that the Giants do. I think they suck against Dallas. That's another one of those. Exactly. Vegas always beats Denver. Dallas always beats the Giants. The 49ers always beat the Rams. Like it's just mm-hmm. one of those things. The Giants are better than this. I tend to agree. I don't love the price, but I, I agree. Like I, I would never bet Arizona in this game. I, agree. I think that. The the issue I have is the Giants O line right now is an atrocity. Like if Andrew Thomas misses time, their O line is legitimately the worst in the league. And Arizona actually got very good pressure against Washington a week ago. But with that said, I do love Brian Dayball. I think that he can really game plan something here. They use a lot of motion at the line of scrimmage. Arizona's defensive personnel is still not very good. It does seem like a very good bounce back spot. Like if the Giants had competed with Dallas a week ago, I think this line is certainly higher, maybe even bordering a touchdown. And historically speaking, I'm not actually a huge trends guy, but there are a lot of trends to support teams who got shut out in the previous week and betting them the following week. And the reason why is that those teams tend to be undervalued in the following week because they either had a bad matchup or a stinker of a game and people just like completely jump off the bandwagon. So a semi lean to the Giants for me, I won't personally bet it, but I, I do think they're the right side. Cam, the Giants were 7-0 and against the spread coming off a loss last year with an average margin of victory of seven points. So Dayball, good bounce back candidate. Yeah, it's it's like the polls, Pat. And like, you know what? You say, ah, these trends suck. You know what I mean? Or you go, oh, these trends are great, depending on your pick. But I totally agree with you. Arizona's fraudulent. Like, Washington's just not a good team. That line was inflated. Trust me, Pat, I was with you. Like, that line was seven. I was like, Phew. You know, it's one of those games. But after getting beat down, too, I think it's good to jump on a team. I don't know. Like, I think the Giants definitely win the game. The question is, are they going to win by five or more? I mean, or six sorry. or more? Well, I'm going to be betting on now. I mean, I'm, I, I listen, if they win by five and I lose it on the show and I win my real bet, then I'm very happy about that. I would prefer yeah. they just win both of them. Just win by 14 or something like that. I, it's funny. The other one that I was going to go to was Washington plus three and a half against Denver, just because I don't think that Denver can win a game by four points. That's my bronze pick. So like we'll just go too. to it there. Like, listen, it's like the square, trendy underdog, whatever, just like the Raiders were last week. But I'm in this, like, I'm going to pick on the Denver. If you give me these spreads against Denver, their offense is flaccid. They, like, even if Jerry Judy is back this week, they do not throw downfield. This is the Sean Payton offense. Russell Wilson, average depth of target is going to be low, four yards at a time run the ball like they do not profile as a team you want to lay points with period and to win by four or more is very much an uphill climb for them if you look at last week the defense could not pressure Jimmy Garoppolo at all they had one of the worst pressure rates in the entire league a week ago on top of that so I I just can't like listen the the commanders might suck Sam Howell might suck they they struggled to put away Arizona I get all of that but the Raiders also suck And they just went and they won on the road at Denver because the Broncos' offense is not good. Russ is cooked right now. Until he shows me something else and the ability to throw downfield, how do you ever lay four points with this team or three and a half? They need to win by four. So Washington, square underdog, 
And I'm just going to pick on Denver until they show me they can cover spreads as favorites. That was going to be the exact same logic that I went with. And I just happened to go, I flipped the coin and came up giants over Washington. Cause I already had money mm-hmm. down on that game. So that's it. Th- those are the gold, the silver and the bronze picks for the week. Loser of this week has the frozen mozzarella sticks cam. Well, why didn't we do that I'll in do week it. one? I asked Rob, I've eaten milk cans before. I, I will not, I'll do basically anything. I will not eat wet dog food, nothing wet like or cat food, no fancy feast. Things that are dry, like in cookie form, I can handle it, but I just don't understand. Like Tim doesn't have an oven or a microwave. I used to have a, my, a oven that was held up by a hockey stick, but I actually went out and bought an oven when I hit a g- couple golf winners. But I just don't understand the con. Like usually I'm like, hi, hey, everything's cool. Like what is, why would you, like, even the taste, like you have to heat them. I, I, I'm actually in shock. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. Like what's the benefits? I have to be he's, starving. He's, he said that the power was out and then he was starting okay. to get hungry after two hours and we asked him, well, why didn't you just eat? Well, uh, we had a candle and start like, or, or just grab like, anything it. else out of your fridge. He just grabbed yes. it because it was at the top of the pile. That's uh, I like cussed a lot, but this guy has more issues than me. And that's saying something. Oh, Rob, uh, if you do get a chance, you can even watch it on my Twitter feed from last night. Uh, Jeff claiming that Spanos's son is his friend and reading his DMs to him is just pure gold. No, this is the honest with you, Rob. Sorry, Rob, just quickly. Jeff, um, his relationship with the Chargers, we need to sever it. It's I'm gonna die of a heart attack or high blood pressure where they're like, this guy's affiliate, like this team is just I don't even know what they it's just torturous. Like every single year, every yeah. single week. Like it's not good for you know what, Pat? It, now he's delusional, thinking he's friends with like an owner's kid. Like, <laughs> they're hanging out and doing like DMs. I, I, that's I, that sounds like bullshit to me. They, they I'd had, like to put together put together had, like a fake paperhead, like a one of the, like a Chargers like letter, and mm. send it to Jeff and be like, "We need you to stop being a fan of the team. We're convinced yeah. that you're part of the problem here in 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 Los Angeles and the Chargers organization. Like, treat him like he's actually getting fired, or else." <laughs> the thing is, Andrew Curse is real, but the Feinberg Charger, like he's very successful in every area of his life. He's mm-hmm. a candle maven. He's got money. He's got a family. The only thing that doesn't work for him is his football team. And if he gasses it, he'll be the happiest guy in the world. He's already got money and a comfortable life. Lose the Chargers, bro. I know the Seahawks suck. I have no expectations. But every year, the Chargers are, oh, the Chargers, the Chargers, the Chargers. Like, they never do it. Like, it's just like, when? When? It's what happens. Uh, I mean, maybe never. Maybe never. The, the, the best was uh, he was going back on a like a DM chain with him about something. And then Jeff's explanation, he was like, he was advising the, uh, it was from like 2019, advising Spanos Jr. to fire Anthony Lynn and hire Brian Table. <laughs> Which was actually, a well, conflict actually, of... No, wow, that's pretty interesting. Well, you know what he should have said? Fire Staley because he's an absolute jackass. Defensive coach my ass. He sucks. Mm. He's, he's, he's good, not... Isn't that a conflict, though, if you're consulting for a team and betting on the games? I don't know that he should have revealed that publicly. <laughs> consulting for the team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, oh Paul. Me. Paul has something to say. Yeah, Paul, say it. Jeff also Jeff was on a heater last night. Jeff uh, also said that he was going to come or he was going to record himself stealing bags at the, uh, at the grocery store, stealing the bags from the grocery store. I'm like, don't do that. The internet yeah. is forever. Here's the thing. Committing a crime is one thing, but committing a crime 
and providing the evidence that you've committed the crime. Like, don't do that. First don't, of all, don't do that, Jeff. You're a moron because you get it's almost like you rob a gas station instead of a bank. Why the hell would you take a 35 cent bag? If you're going to do something, do something good. It's the same punishment. It's, it's idiotic. If you want to steal something, steal something without a sticker on it and just run it through when they don't do the thing. You want you want some meat? Sure. But honest to God, stealing a bag is a, and, and filming it? Like, it's, you're still going to get in shit for it, so you might as well go big. That's the whole point. Go you big. guys not agree? Go I big. agree with you. I, I just I mean, I'm not myself. suggesting you no, rob no, I'm not bag, suggesting but... stealing anything, too, but if yeah. you're going to do it, do something at least worth stealing. Yes. Not a friggin' fucking shopping bag that costs nothing. A quarter. Like, geez. It's, it's, I just don't understand the people around us. Like, I just, I, I, got, I know I'm an idiot, too, sometimes, but that's, that's just... Like frozen mozzarella sticks and stealing 25 cent bags? Like, I just, I don't know. Just we, glad we're not a part of that crew, Cam. I love we their do. crew, though. Like, Custom, Jeff, we love them, but I got to yeah. tell you, man, I it's just like, they're making us look normal, Rob, and that's well, scary. Well, maybe you guys need to, one of you guys need to jump on the Sunday night show where it's half cooking show now, where that's how the frozen mozzarella sticks came up because Cust refuses to use an air fryer despite the fact that it is. <laughs> the best thing that he could ever have in his life. Air fryers are wicked. We Amazing. made, we made him mozzarella sticks in the air fryer live on the show. It took nine minutes, but then he didn't realize that it would be hot once it came out and instantly put it in his mouth and like burned his mouth. Yep. Yes. That's tough too. Cause once you burn the roof of your mouth, you're out of commission for like a you're week. Done. Everything yeah, you eat done. for that week is miserable. Pain. That's the thing. That skin, man, that burns. T- it's, yep. That's tough. It's you order tough. the hot pizza, you know, you get the delivery pizza. It shows up. You don't realize how hot it is. That first bite that can do damage for seven to 10 days, seven to 10 days. Really? You're going seven yeah. to 10 days, huh? Yeah. That's pretty deep. I, that's, I give it three or four. Yeah. Maybe I have just, yeah, maybe it's it's a bit Italian genetics or something like that. I don't know. Remember yeah. when I, I was I was eating a piece of pizza, Rob, and I missed it, and I bit my tongue, and I had to go to the hospital. It was bleeding everywhere. It was just like it was disgusting. I almost bit my own tongue off. That's a guy who's hungry. In week two, we're we're making mini pizzas for Tim because he he is convinced that an air fryer cannot make a mini pizza. If I come on your show, I'm usually by by that time I'm usually half in the bag or I got a lot perfect. of stress going That's on. That's perfect for the no, live no, show. It's not. It's not good. It was actually one of the best shows we ever did for best bets as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when I showed up drunk. Okay. Yeah. uh, But uh, uh, maybe Pat, we'll, we'll, we'll see one time. Just, I can't be too cut, but I got to be in that zone. Kind of like the Mm. Geoff zone, you know, where he's hit the, hit the pen too hard. I think it's going to be tough to get cam out for this week though. When the Seahawks lose by 35. That's true. It's going to be a tough. It'll be be a a birthday. I have a birthday dinner with my girlfriend too. We're going to a nice steakhouse, so I can't really do it this week. And we're going to get cranked at the restaurant. And uh, by the way, maybe more oysters at the restaurant because that's what we do. Which uh, oyster tip too? vodka, dip them, put the whole, put the vodka in the whole little bit of hot sauce. Bang. That's better than frozen mozzarella sticks. Numb nuts. I I, I like how you do it. I do like uh, the, the Tabasco's big on it the, is. Oh yeah, Tabasco oyster. and a but horseradish. I love horseradish. Oh, yeah, me too, Rob. See, you get it. You yeah. get the game. Those are key condiments for. I might for, go for some oysters right now after this show. Yeah, I got to go by the Metro. They got a box of them for nine ninety nine. That's usually a seventeen dollar box. I'm like, I'm, I'm jacked. Value. You're the value ba- you are the value hunter. That should be. I mean, you just quit betting on sports. We'll get a reality show. We'll call it the value hunter, and you can go across the country finding value. At supermarkets. I agree, Pat. It's a great idea, but I will never stop betting on sports. We can do both. <laughs> Thanks. 
Okay. No, you can no, hunt no. for for food value and sports value at the same time. Yeah, Just I mix mean, them you, together. Yeah, 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 we'll figure something. Powered by DraftKings and some grocery chain. <laughs> Boom. Easy. <laughs> That will do. It's like supermarket sweep, but with, yeah, with well, also betting. For the, for the show to be successful, we'd have to do like a one that's in both like Canada and America, like Safeway. Yeah, we we, 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 we also we put it this way: when when it comes to advertising or anything like this, just pretend like Canada doesn't exist, and you'll do a lot better. Okay, it's, yeah, yeah. So I'm sponsored by Win Dixie or, or Crowley. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Food Lion, one of my favorites. That will do it. On the Pat Mayo Experience, follow Cam on Twitter at Cam Stewart Live. Rob Pizzola, you can find all of his work on the Forward Progress YouTube channel at thehammer.bet and at Rob Pizzola on Twitter. He's always doing live streams. He has content every single day. Highly recommend that you check it out. Highly recommend that you get in that draw for 500 bucks too. Rating, review, subscribe, download Pat Mayo Experience, audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, you do both. You get two ballots in the draw, winner announced on Friday's program in the DraftKings Listeners League. It's now open, so go play in it, okay? I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you for watching. I'll see you next time. Did you see yeah, this? It's pretty good. Do you see this picture up on the uh it's so good? Oh geez. I don't see that's creepy kind of. He looks like a creepy kind of Santa Claus there. Well that's Spanos. That guy too? Rob, the, that's the, the, the ball killer. That's Spanos, yeah. Oh my god. That's so Oh god, that's so good. I just can't believe Tim actually like ate frozen mozzarella sticks. Like that's well, then again, I've eaten milk bones before, so I can't mm. really knock the guy. But that but that was on a bet though, Rob. That was on a bet. I didn't do was it by choice. Yes, but you continued eating them. Because there was no other food and we didn't have a but, but, break. I would have gone to the vending machine. I yes, had a bite I, of it. It was yes. fine. Also, <laughs> you did eat stuff out of that vending machine at the score, which they like stocked once a week. Like oh, I ate this. everything from that. Then. I, I know. That's almost as bad as the dog treats. Okay. Well, that's a matter of opinion. Yes. And you're still the number one candidate for Pizzagate. I don't want to bring that up again. but No, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, Rob. Like, I've done a lot of things. I've never stolen anybody's lunch. I've, I've begged. I've, uh, I've sniffed. I've come around like I wanted to do it. I, do, I have not walked into a fridge and ever stolen anybody's lunch. That is a fact. I will mooch. I will beg. I will ask but I've never stolen a person's lunch ever. Fair enough. Maybe I, sh- I shouldn't have brought that up again. No, that brings back bad that's, memories. That's, because just, that's just me. Because you suffered a lot of accusations during that time, as did a lot of the radio guys. It was you and Marenzi who oh, were yeah, yeah. candidates. Yeah, like one of the two. guys who went to Steve Coolius's fridge. I never fucking touched that guy's fridge. Like, I love how we get blamed for everything. What? Like, yeah, because we're there at night. What about all the other people? What about I mean, all the people he pissed off? I, I have Come never on. seen Marenzi eat anything, so I doubt it was him. Actually, you'd be surprised. He stayed at my house for a couple of weeks. He eats butter chicken and shit now. He's very particular, though. He's, he's like a kid. Like, nothing fancy. Like, crap dinner. Uh, like that, the only thing, he likes Indian food, which really shocked me. But he's like a toast guy. Like, he doesn't do... He doesn't... Like, he has, his palate's very... It's kind of like a kid's palate. Like, I, 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 well, yeah. I, I, I have a friend getting married this weekend. He's almost 40. Uh, we were just on the golf trip with him. And he ordered some sort of pasta dish. And it came with, like, onions in it. Because it does, I forget what it was, and then he like lost his mind because he doesn't eat vegetables, and then he started following the waitress around with the menu, saying it doesn't say no onions in it, and she was oh, like, wow. "It comes with onions, like everyone knows it. God. It doesn't say it has salt in it either." <laughs> right? I gotta. Do you need the ingredient you? list? Like we that's know ridiculous. a lot, all of us. Like we know a lot of psychos, eh? Like it's yeah. just like compared to regular people, like it's just wild. Experience.